Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee and Coaching Podcast. I am Coach Kamara. I'm Coach Jack G. We hope you enjoy today's episode. We hope you take a lot of value away from it. And we might even make you laugh a little bit. We started this podcast to help empower and inspire you to take control and create the life that you want to lead. But remember, everything we say is our opinion. We're not medical professionals. So if we talk about anything that you want to implement into your life, please go and speak to your doctor first. If you enjoy the episode and you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, share it with anyone that you think might take value from it. And if you can share it on your social media, it would be massively, massively appreciated. That's enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. Lucy, what's happening? Hello. How are we? Who are you? Tell everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So I am Lucy Robin. An online coach, PT, and now copywriter. <laughs> um, oh, a woman yes. of many of many traits. Oh, yeah. and yoga teacher. I've got a lot of strengths yeah. to the bell. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing that for like four years with the coaching, um, as you well know. Um, you were there at the start of the career, weren't you? Yes. Both of you. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I ever walked into that gym that we don't name. By the way, you're not allowed to say the name of yeah, the gym. Yeah, you're not allowed to name the, the gym. <laughs> the gym that we shall not name. I don't remember walking in and you were sat on the extension on your laptop working away and I was like and you just didn't didn't lift your head up and I was just in this gym and it was empty and you were the only person there you just didn't lift your head up and to I was be like, fair though it's because people me. used to just come in yeah I was and like excuse like, me yeah. um, is Connor here oh fuck I said the name it's alright we have to bleep him out no it's alright it's fine yeah yeah and then and uh, so you're the first ever person that, that I've seen in that gym I didn't know that Apparently didn't remember it because I was probably so sleep deprived and, yeah. and, and delirious. Burnt out. <laughs> yeah. Loads of stuff probably happened in that gym that none of us remember because we just it's just a blur. Yeah, I think a lot of it was a blur, wasn't it? To be fair. Yeah. But yeah, guys, that's where the the main bulk of the career starts out, wasn't it? Um, PT went to uni, did an English degree at the same time, uh, yeah. become an online coach, yeah. do a dabble in a little bit of PT still, and then decided to become a copywriter and yoga teacher. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why why hire people to do things for the business when you can just be the business? <laughs> why outsource when you can just learn all of the things yeah. and do it all? When you can just be so busy, yeah. yeah. Just have to be having spare time. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm wishing I kind of had some. No, but the um, I think, I like me and Jack have been trying to tell you to meditate for years and years and years. Yeah. And true. then one day, you just went, hey, I'm doing a meditation course. And I was fucking buzzing. And now you're, you, you've, done, you've done the course, you, you're a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. And you've delved into the, the spiritual realm. Yes, 100%, <laughs> yeah. Which I think a lot of people think is very airy-fairy, but could actually be applied to real life. Yeah. So I think it's helped me even as like a an online coach and personal trainer and stuff like that. It's helped me even in that aspect of things. Like ha- being able to have like different perceptions on what people are going through or try mm. and put myself in that position a little bit better. I feel like it's allowed me to do that mm. in a more effective way. Well, like have empathy with people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause I think as coaches, I think you'll agree. You sometimes like we think we're normal, but we're not normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We yeah. think that we're, we're displaying normal. Do you guys think that you're normal? No, but do you you think you're normal? Like, I mean, were you not aware that you weren't? No, for a long time. I, yeah, well, yeah, it's, I've lived my life as me. I think it's an yeah, order. But for a long <laughs> time, I, mean? I, I thought that, like, like the way the way we behave, like, is normal. And then, like, my old boss was like, 
you do know you're not a normal person. <laughs> he was like, we're not normal people. And that was a very good point that he did make. We, we, we aren't normal people. Mm. And sometimes I think you can forget that you've been in the position of a client. Um, and it's, it's sometimes hard to put yourself back there, even if you do have moments that remind you of that time, if that makes any sense. Because mm. the way we live our lives now, we've built up a stack of habits and stuff that are like easy for us to just go through as if like you're in a mm. computer program, you know what mm. I mean? Like we we just we just do it, it runs in the background. Mm. Whereas these people are picking up these skills in order to be able to do that. And I think sometimes if you've been living life the way we do for a number of years, I think you forget how hard that is to mm. grasp at the beginning of your own journey, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. Mm. Yeah. One hundred percent. I agree. I think it's 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 about I mean it it's hard to be able to actually step into their shoes when we're in this position but then also just having the the logical understanding of right that's i remember how i felt like i can't quite feel it anymore yeah. but i remember what it was like at the start yeah and just having that logical understanding allows you to just create the conditions of understanding and empathy and just facilitating that environment for them to get to that place that we want them to be in at, at the end yeah i think even if we can't fully step into it because we know what it was like and we remember it sort of yeah, and you just remember like the uncomfortableness yeah. of well, that. Jack was talking about this the other week, weren't you? When we were talking about gym anxiety, and you don't obviously don't feel that anymore. But then yeah. going into swimming pool, yeah, 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 just fucking kettled your head. On the flip side of that, though, like we spoke, we sort of, I think we spoke about this with Ross, that if you are empathetic or you get good at displaying empathy, that you don't need to understand what they're going through. Like you don't need to have experienced what they're going through. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? So like, I work with I work with women. I've never been a woman, <laughs> not that yeah. I know of anyway. <laughs> and a lot of like a lot of their issues, I probably would have, would have realised by now, wouldn't I? Um, a lot of the, the their issues, I've never been through. Do you know what I mean? So that level of empathy, mm. it's like I can empathise. I can I can try and figure out how you're feeling and ask you how you're feeling and and learn that. But I. I I don't know what you feel. But you don't know because you've know never it, Yeah, I don't there, know what yeah. shit that feels like. Mm. You're having a really bad time, like having a really bad period. Like, I don't know what that feels like. I have no idea. But <laughs> you're telling me it's really shit. You're telling me you feel this. You're telling me you feel that. Okay, great. Let's take it from that and go yeah. from there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, um, but then you do get, like, with, like, obviously with you, like, your clients are based almost around you. Would you not say? Like, your avatar was, was yeah, kind of yeah. where you started. Yeah. Like, and, and, the journey you've been on is kind of what you try and well yeah that's what i was i was saying this to a lad the train with yesterday I'm, i don't know I've, I've, I've told you definitely what the more the muscle program that i'm, I'm yeah i'm building it i don't know if you've seen on my instagram Luke. i've seen bits about it yeah, well, yeah but you've mentioned it but you've not actually told so me far it's, it's just been like this philosophy it's like oh the more the muscle flat and it's just like more of a it's it's not a thing yet like a, like a like a catchphrase for now yeah 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 <laughs> it's like a philosophy so now it's actually going to be a program so it's something mm -hmm. you can buy it on the website like you can watch it, it it's a step-by-step -step guide on how to create like a, a fulfilled inspired life and it's not just about like meditation or blah it's it's it, it's boss I'm, I'm i'm fucking buzzing like i'm i'm, I'm halfway through recording it and yeah. it's going to be sick lad. but it's basically what i've gone through in my life and i've put together like this system of how to how to not suffer anymore how to stop being 
how to finally reach your potential and wake up every day with inspiration and purpose and drive and actually be stepping towards your potential. I think that's something, obviously as coaches, I think a lot of people want to help people step into their potential, obviously, because that's why we do what we do or mm. part of the, and part, part and parcel of the reason of why we, what, what we do is what we do. Mm. But I love the way that you have kind of worded that and also the way you're going about it because I feel as though, obviously we've been on the same meditation course um, and I can see little elements of that coming through as well, which maybe you've always been into stuff like that. But now I feel like you kind of have delved a bit deeper and kind of like know yourself a little bit better. And it's kind of like, like we see suffering in so many different things, which sounds again, something dead airy fairy, but it is so true. Like we, mm. oftentimes I feel like we create our own suffering mm. <clears throat> because we are continuously putting ourselves in positions that allow us to suffer. And mm. it's like your your program, for example, is go, going to help people, obviously in the mental sense, but it's also going to help them like with the, the the sufferance of being the way they are, like living mm. the life that they are currently mm. living, mm. the one that they're not happy with, mm. you know, and you get loads of people going, but like, you know, just if they're out of shape and stuff, like it's not, they're not suffering. Like, no, but some people are suffering and that's mm. why they're out of shape mm. and that's why yeah, yeah, they're yeah. depressed and that's why they're anxious and stuff like that yeah. because they are suffering in day-to-day -day life. So mm. bringing together a program like that, I think is like, it's like pretty cool because you don't see many mm. like, many men taking a stand and, and doing mm. stuff like that and offering like bits of meditation and bits of mm. like spiritual stuff because people go, oh. Like, mm. I think men want to shy away from it mm. when really, like, there's a big movement across, especially, like, Liverpool City. Like, there's a big movement of, like, men getting involved in that and saying what they actually feel and what they think mm. and, like, not being afraid to cry yeah. and that kind mm. of thing. And mm. I think that that's, like, amazing because hopefully that's going to be a bit more... You you're, you obviously predominantly train males, but, like, that's hopefully going to be a space for, like, males to kind of do that mm. whilst developing mm. their physique. 100%. So I like the side of that. 100%. You, you hit the nail on the head. But it's, like... I don't Hire think... me for your marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you buy any chance for a coffee now? <laughs> <laughs> Selling myself real well, yeah. <laughs> if you're watching this, you need someone to write some copy for you. <laughs> English degree in that. Mm, I've got the credentials, so it's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I've... I mean, obviously it helped a little bit, but I don't think I've found myself more. I think I've found... The courage to start talking about this stuff i think it's hard it's hard yeah, yeah. For, for men especially like you to come out and speak about the, mm. those kind of things or even i i don't know i feel like you don't see many big gym men talking about meditation guys do you no, you know what no. i mean because people go oh like I, it's just like sitting there it's not sitting there <laughs> it's not it's not just sitting there it's not so I think that like you being the example. Do you know what though? It is. This is the other side of things. You get it two. Is. You get two types of people who resist meditation. You get the side of people who are like, it's just fucking sitting there. Why are you making a big thing out of it? Like it's fucking stupid. And you get the other side of, I can't switch my brain off. I can't just. Well, I can't, that, like I can't meditate. I can't just stop thinking. It's like that was me. By and the then way. that side is like, it's just sitting there. Like yeah. it is without getting, without slapping without big labels it on it. You're just going to sit and just here sit. right now and do nothing. And see, when you think about something else, just go, don't want to think about that. I'm just going to sit back in this room and just do that for like five minutes. And they're like, but I can't though. I'm like, you probably definitely 100% can. Mm -hmm. Like you, you can. definitely can. Yeah. I think a lot of people are that used to like not, 
not sitting with themselves and their own thoughts though that yeah. they find it to be a very uncomfortable experience which mm -hmm. i would say was me like mm. the thought of sitting with myself and my own thoughts for like 10 minutes is just like this oh. is this is the the, the first so i've got four pillars of the more the muscle program the first one is courage because you can't you can't achieve any level of success in anything in my opinion anyway without courage something it's is gonna, something's, gonna, seeking, something's gonna come along that's gonna be hard and you're gonna have to face demons you're gonna have to push through the boundaries you're gonna be difficult you're gonna have to have courage to, to do that so that's like the the very first thing that, that that is in the program and it's like the foundation of it all but it starts with like i, I told did you just spill your coffee of course all over myself wow <laughs> all over myself it's all right mate. i was more worried that i got it on your couch but i, I didn't i i was lucky enough to save it all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's I've told you this before, but it starts off with um sitting with very low level physical discomfort. So doing a body scan and then noticing maybe like your back's a little bit stiff and just sitting with it and not trying to change it and not trying to fix just sitting with that, just having the courage to just be rest and in, in that discomfort. And then it escalates and then the very end of the courage module is sit with your own thoughts for oh, that's this penultimate one actually sit with your own just sit with your own thoughts for 10 minutes and you know what like it sounds so simple but also it's a massive big ask for a lot of people because they just it's don't very do hard. it and like i remember when you were saying to me you need to meditate like it'll make life better like you need to i was like <laughs> what's the point in sitting with with yeah. sitting there for 10 minutes like i'm busy number one <laughs> i was like number two i was like what is that gonna achieve yeah. at all but i think it it, it makes you learn so much about yourself and like mm. what what's important to you and even like the gratitude side of things like mm. makes you a lot more grateful for things and people always like say like my family always say to me like how does it make you more grateful <laughs> how how does it but how does it do those things and i'm like impression. i'm like i don't know don't ask me how it does those things it just does i'm like it, it <laughs> i just, just am more grateful yeah. because i'm i'm not i'm not in my own head so all much the time yeah because like I mean, and you're not I, me and, my, mine and your head were the same for a lot of the time. I would very, say so, like, yeah. Overthinking, very anxious and stuff. Which is probably stuff. why like, we became very yeah. close very quick because um, it was the same thing. Yeah, it's the same stress. Too <laughs> <laughs> stressy heads just getting same along. Stress. Well, I think um, what it is, why, why it makes you more grateful is it creates space between I and me. <laughs> I yeah, and me. Which is so... Which is a very confusing thing when you get into I yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I, I said I said it to Jack and it kettled his head a few weeks ago. But, but great, like people know no you didn't you kettle me out. It was just I like it's very... I buzz off spiritual stuff because I'm just not into it. Like I get it. I've got nothing against it. Just doesn't Because for you, meditation's not really spiritual, is it? Like for you, no. it's more of an for for Jack, I would it's say it's like more a of coping a coping mechanism. Yeah. An to exercise. be able to function better as a human. Whereas for you guys it's it's something different and yeah great mm. love meditation if that's what avenue you go down it's very spiritual for you fantastic love it but then when it because when i then hear you talking about it i'm just like wow that's mad like tell me more like i want to know like how <laughs> you think that way from him as well it's yeah. a bit more like right yeah you and i and then I, and then i go off in my own little head while he's talking and trying like picture it going on do you know what I mean yeah. while he's like there's him and then there's I and then there's I and then there's him and he's doing all these mad shit like when you were sitting watching the water and then writ that really deep email about yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what that was about it was a heavy email like you know I had to stop reading I went to Rich fuck that's heavy that you know <laughs> too much for me that fuck heavy that you know <laughs> do you remember that email DNT before that, that water story fucking DNT before I read the rest of this 
Uh, what, so do you think I don't look like the type of person who would be into meditation? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like I think I think a lot of people probably wouldn't expect it. And then obviously if you follow you on it on Instagram and stuff, like people see snippets of, of yeah. who you are because that's what yeah. that's what you, we do on Instagram, show parts of ourselves. But um, like I don't think people would have expected it, no. Mm. But then, because the only reason I expect it from you is just because I know you. Mm. Like a lot of people, a lot of these, like people probably like listen to this or seeing you on Instagram for the first time or whatever it might be, don't know you and don't know mm. your backstory or where you've kind of like come mm. from. But I remember... Like when we did used to work in the gym, that shall not be named. Like he used to disappear off for like five minutes, five, ten minutes to go and sit in the car and meditate. <laughs> so like, and me and Jack were like, fucking weird. <laughs> He's going off for five minutes to meditate. I'm going off to nap. Yeah, we were like, strange gym. <laughs> He's going off to the car to meditate weird. for five minutes. I was like, mad, I'm going in the fucking coat room to have a nap. <laughs> yeah, we're killed on the a, desk in the back room. Like. That was a coping mechanism at that point. Yeah. That, that was just like, grueling like just i needed to just have, have a minute last you know i'm slightly yeah, off the place. Yeah. i done a i done an education video this week for my clients on time management yeah. i seen that and i went through three things um and it was like time blocking active procrastination and what was the third one doesn't really matter because it's not to the story but i was talking about uh, oh it does it was the one that is important efficiency <laughs> getting efficient with your habits yeah. so like looking at your life and looking at where you are efficient and i was saying about like when we worked i nearly said the name in the place that we don't name just so that i could save like three minutes of my day when i left for work in the morning i would get me bowl and i would get the ingredients out for tea for when i got in that night yeah. and leave them on the side yeah. and then when i was eating that as i was cooking that I would get me bowl and my coffee mug out and the coffee pot and everything for the next morning before I went to bed so that I could yeah. like shave off just a, a couple because the condiments yeah. didn't have to come from the cupboard to the table. They were just there. <laughs> and I was like, wow, imagine not having that much time. Like that, it was, it was a flashback to I like, I think that wow. that did honestly help. I mean, obviously everybody lo can lose track with like, time with time obviously like we all do it like it's not like you know you, you learn how to be more efficient mm -hmm. and then you're more efficient every single day like it's not it's not yeah. like that but i think working in that kind of environment kind of opened up the gateway for us to learn what time management was mm. so it was like i used to eat my porridge in between my legs down the motorway yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like you I know what i mean because i'd be like there's yeah. no time yeah. when i get there like yeah. this needs to be in now like yeah. and then i was like then i'm gonna have to rush to uni then i'm gonna have no time until one o'clock yeah. So then I was like, I'll have to go back to work and train at one. And then I'm going to have to go back to uni for the last two lectures. And then I've got to go back to work for the my last sessions. Yeah. So I'd just be like, my day would just be like, that's the way it's going. Mm. And that's because I didn't have any time. So I think like you talking about time management is probably good. Like mm. for your clients, because you can actually say, I have been in a position where I felt like I had no time. Yeah. I think 100%. we've spoke about this before. We speak about values all the time because it's just so fucking important. But like one of my clients said to me the other week, before I'd done the time management thing, she was like, when I started with you, like, she's busy. Everyone's fucking busy. Yeah. She was like, I didn't think I was going to be able to to do, like, two or three workouts a week and to do all of the food prep stuff and to do all of this. And and I've just found the time. And I was like, could you give a fuck about it? Mm. Like, if you give a fuck about it, yeah, if you, you understand the time. importance of it, you'll find the time. If you don't understand the importance of it, if you can't see the value in, in, in that behavior or that task or that thing. Yeah. You won't make time for it. Do you know what I I always think, and it's probably it's probably more more so with my clients and yours. I don't know if, if you have any like younger people. I have like, a few, yeah. People who don't have any responsibility, 
always struggle with time management. Yeah. Because they've never been under the pressure to have to work it out. Yeah, yeah. So if you're just in uni, yeah, like, you, like one lecture a day. Yeah. And you might have to do a bit of a, a bit of fucking revision every now and then, but you might forget and you might push it off till the weekend and like yeah. you, you're just fucking about doing nothing all day. And then you're looking at people executing and you're like, how the fuck are they finding all the time to do that? I can't find the time to go to one lecture and get me revision done and meal prep and go to the gym. It's like the level of stuff that you have to fit in the day is so like insignificant that there's no pressure. Yeah. There's no, there's no pressure. There's no, you could just do it tomorrow. There's no, there's no yeah. pressure. So you've never had to develop the skills. You've never been forced to develop the skills. Whereas when you've got 101 responsibilities and everything has to be executed right now, you just find, you, yeah. you, you just work it out. You just find find the capacity to be able to do it. Yeah. It's like the that pressure, the pressure creates diamonds. And like, I it? think a lot of people just think like our job, like kind of reaches to the realms of like training programs and nutritional protocols and that's kind of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, no. <clears throat> do you know what no. I wish I could do? I, I wish I could like put someone's, brain in the future if like say if you work with me for the next six months this is this exactly is what's gonna happen and you'd be able to see into the future and like so they understand because the gravity of the situation people just think it's just like oh yeah i just get a training plan and a nutrition plan yeah. and i'll just do a check on it's like it's not no there's a lot of like there's a lot of action like obviously we're not psychologists do you know what i mean but like it there's a lot of behavior change work and habit unpicking and mm. rebuilding that needs to be done during that time and it, obviously it's like individual to each client as to how they work towards doing that so it's like it's like what what is really being sold to somebody isn't isn't a trainer and nutrition program mm. it's the ultimate result isn't yeah. it of feeling better in your own skin number one because that's what everybody wants but also to like be at a place where you are actually happy inside which not to suggest that if you look great on the outside, you're always just going to be happy on the inside. But like the way they say happiness is an inside job, it's about like making that outside match the inside and what you want the inside to be like. So mm. it's like those behaviors and habits that you're picking up are in line with somebody who could be happy in this life. Like rather than just like, if you, if you fill your body with shit constantly, you do nothing for it. You never move. You lie on the couch all day. You like, you're going to feel like shit. If you're watching negative, like, like shit on the telly, if you're watching the news every day and, like, scaring yourself silly with, with stuff from the news and you're, doing, you're looking at this and, you, like, you are consuming, like, negativity. You are, you have bad habits that don't support a healthy and fulfilled life. You have consumed negative shit for <laughs> however long and, like, mm. then you're expecting to feel good in yourself. Mm. So, like, I'm always, like, it's not... It's not just like, oh, it's about aesthetics. It's not just about aesthetics. Like, it's not just about that. Those are great. And I absolutely support people who want to make aesthetic changes because I think that if you're unhappy with what you look like, like, it's hard to to be happy about that, that part of your life. Mm. But it's equally as much about being happy on the inside and, like, what you can do to make yourself feel happier. And those mm. behavior changes that we kind of facilitate, like, help to be happy on the inside. Like, all of the stress management stuff, all of their becoming better with time management, all of their like the learning how to like do things for yourself and put yourself first, all of these kinds of things like facilitate that happiness. And I just don't think people realise that that that's actually what we're what we're selling here. We're not we're not we're not just selling you like jump the on outside, a treadmill or the outside's like the stepping stone, isn't it? Yeah, like you have yeah. to say to that person, 
because where when you meet that person on like a consultation call or the first conversation you have with them, you're meeting them at the point where they see their body as the problem. They see like their weight yeah. as the problem or their their lack of routine or their, their shit diet as the problem. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's just... A byproduct of the problem. Yeah, that's just a result of all of the things that they're not doing in their life, mm-hmm. that they're, they're mismanaging or, or, mm-hmm. or they're like ignoring their emotions or whatever it is. But then when you've got them on that call, you've got to be like, sound, yeah. Let's get you some. Let's get you some weight off. Yeah, you're gonna feel gonna, great. Yeah, when you lose that it. weight, yeah, we're gonna get you exercising. Yeah, we're gonna get you eating right. And then, because obviously everyone, we were all at that point once mm-hmm. where that's where I got into fitness was because I'd done a keto diet, thought keto was the best thing in the world, and got abs. So started telling everyone else to do keto. <laughs> do keto. And do that, keto. that was that was that was how I got into fitness. Oh. Um, you all start with that, but and then. We know you can't say that to someone on the phone because they're not ready to hear it, yeah. are they? Like, yeah. you're not ready to... Someone on the phone is not ready to for you to go, hi, I'm Jack. Lovely to meet you for the first time today. <laughs> your weight's not the problem. <laughs> it's your habits and the way yeah. you live your life. <laughs> <laughs> your whole entire life is the problem. The weight is just the outcome. When do you want to start? The weight is just the outcome. Like, if yeah. you're living like a dickhead, you just so happen to be really yeah. out of shape. What's that quote? You just so Does happen it... to be an emotion emotionally stressed all the time. Yeah. If you just gain control of all these things outside, naturally your physique just follows. Yeah. And it's also like you like you know you can someone can be in a body that somebody else deems um like like na- like nice or or desirable or whatever and still not be happy mm. because they still haven't done the inside work or they've got to that position through like bad means like like for example like the first time that like i started like losing weight and stuff like all all well and good for for a while but then it became like like a at the, at the very beginning so we're talking about like five or six years ago really but like it became a an, an, an obsession it be like not a good obsession it became like like over exercise and under eating like like even like traits of like binge eating and you know teetering on like disordered eating behaviors yeah. um and like, I probably looked like the best I'd ever looked to some people because I was like size six, like skinny, like that was what I'd wanted. <laughs> that was the goal. That was what I'd wanted. And then when I was there, like that didn't make me happy because obviously mm. like yeah. I was, I was doing things that weren't, weren't supportive of my body and, and my life to get there. So that also didn't mean that I was living like like the best life. Like that, like just because someone might look okay on the outside. Like this is why when I hate when you see on social media, like people start talking about like a, a fat loss journey or a gym journey that they've started or whatever it is. And then you'll get people going, but you don't need to go to the gym. Oh my God. But you don't need to, you're skinny anyway. Doesn't matter if they're skinny anyway. The point is they're still not happy with it. So something else is wrong. Like there's, it's not, it doesn't mean that just cause like you're skinny, you're happy. Cause I wasn't happy. And I'd say I'm more happy now than I was then. And it's because like now I live my life in accordance to my highest values and mm. what I actually want out of life. And the body follows with that rather mm. than me constantly trying to be a, a smaller, smaller, smaller version of myself which is what I ultimately wanted because I didn't want, and and it is to do with the whole, like, don't take up space. It's like Mm. the skinnier I am, the better I'll feel about me, the better I'll feel in clothes, like the better people will look upon me. Like Mm. I'll be deemed Mm. as, as attractive because I'm skinny. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that, that's not what happened because I didn't find myself attractive at that point. You were focusing on trying to achieve these external goals. Without addressing anything that was inside. We had this, we had this, this happened this week. One of my clients. 
like sent me like two two minutes worth of voice notes having an absolute meltdown seen because she's talking. Yeah, I seen that. It's took progress pictures, and uh, you all like we know as coaches, you've looked at that many bodies in fucking underwear that you can just see changes like that as yeah. soon as you look at it can't other yeah. people can't see it other people like you especially if you're looking at you if you look at someone else yeah you can see it yeah because you've got this like pre- especially if you don't feel good about yourself if you don't like you yeah. internally you will look for all of the worst parts of you externally no matter how good you look like when i done that photo shoot with you morning of the photo shoot i'm looking at you going fucking hell stomach's still fat there do you know what I mean? Mm. And people would pay a lot of money to look the way I looked on that photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I was still in the morning going, fucking hell, should have pulled off more weight around my waist there. Mm. Because you do when you're looking yeah. at you. So I, I, I had that conversation with her. I was like, look, look at what's going on. Look at, step away from the scales. Step away from, it was because the measurements were the same. It's been like four months and the measurements are exactly the same. Give or take like a centimetre. She just had a fucking meltdown. She was like, what the fuck's all this been for? Like... Why have I done all this? Why have I put all this effort in? Like, I've got nowhere. I'm fucking useless. Like, went on this really, like, self-deprecating fucking rant. And I was just like, I'm going to minute, mate. Pulled up her We're fucking... We're not doing this. <laughs> pulled up her app before I even said... See the thing I put on my story and it was like, give your head a wobble. Yeah. That was me going through her progress features and going through, like, the visual change. But that was the last thing I sent her because I didn't want to focus on her body because you don't like your body. So let's not focus on that. Like, that's not yeah. where we need to focus. I went straight to a training program and was like... The app we use is great. It shows you all the PBs they've had. Yeah. And it mm. shows you just a long list of all of the gym progress that they've made. Mm. And I just pulled that up. And I was just like, okay, let's look. And it was like 17th, 16th, 15th, 14th. Like every day of the month that she'd been in the gym. PB, new lift, new max volume, new PB, new mm. max volume, new fucking heaviest weight lifters. <clears throat> and I was like, shut the fuck up, mate. Like, <laughs> So your fucking arms are the same centimetres as they were last time. Like, you've been sending me pictures of the fucking muscles in your back for weeks. Mm. Yeah. And how much more you can see them and how much stronger you are. Look at all of this stuff that you've done. Like, step out of the step out of just looking at that and, and look at, like, yeah. all the other stuff. And then when you put the pictures side by side, once you took fucking terrible pictures, like, in a different room every time, in a different outfit every time. Yeah. So I had to go and find two that were... Well, to similar. be fair, the newest one and the oldest one were kind of similar. But if you're not good at putting side-by-sides together, you would never have got them together. But I've put enough side-by-sides together that yeah. I can make two... Make, like, it, make it work. Two awfully taken photos <laughs> match up and be shoulder-to-shoulder yeah. and waist-to-waist. I was like, fucking, hang on, moving it around. I was like, fucking, come on, that one, head's too big. Like, doing, like... <laughs> remember how finicky big. we had to be yeah. in the first gym we ever worked at? Yeah. Like, doing that for ages. And then I put them side-by-side and I was like, mate, you look fucking completely different. Yeah. Like... Look at you, look at you. I was like, just put. I just put the things. Like, look at you, like you. That's two completely different fucking people. And it's probably cause as well. Like she's obviously. I know on your program they do like like focus on like habit building and stuff like that. And she's probably just got a little bit of like inner work to still do, as we all do. The problem, like, I think, for here with that is that we don't focus on photos and we don't focus yeah. on measurements. Like they're not the focal point of a check in every week. Yeah. I just get them to do it because it's a it's a it's a it's a marker for me to track that like Mm. if your weight's not coming down and the goal's fat loss, well we need to make some changes. So I need to know I need to know these metrics. But it's not like we're not checking in every week to be like, well done, your legs your legs have come down two centimeters, blah blah blah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well done, you've fucking you've trained really hard. It's 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 all the other stuff around that. And then obviously trying to get them to 
to to reach their goals as well. Yeah. But like focusing on the other stuff because when you do focus on just the pitches, just the measurements, yeah, you get come... meltdowns every single fucking week. Yeah, and it's fucking it's 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 just shit. So then when we did end up actually focusing on it because we hadn't looked at it in a while. You saw all the changes. That she, I'd seen all the changes, but she didn't. And then that was really like, oh my God, what the fuck? Because for weeks and weeks and weeks, she's been like smashing this, smashing this. Yeah. And then looking at the numbers, I'm getting stronger, getting stronger. I'm fucking getting faster. I'm getting fitter. Like my resting heart rate's coming down. And all this kind of one, stuff. Like, like, like you're getting stronger, your resting heart rate's coming down. Like you, you, you are, you know, okay. Like you might not be at the body that you want to be at yet, like which is fine, because like there's you know we've got time to work on that, like that's fine. Um, and you know obviously she wants a result, she'll get it. But it's like look, like you've, you're increasing the longevity of your, of your life, like your rest and heart rates come down, like you you're fitter, like you're able to do more stuff, you move around better, like maybe you're in less pain, like you know what I mean. Like it, it's all she can of these go out things. and eat food without feeling anxious on a night out. Now she wouldn't eat before if she went on a night out because she couldn't track the calories she didn't know yeah. you made the food and I was like do you not think that that's more important than like yeah. having abs like you can eat out now without panic you can go it, yeah. to a restaurant and just eat food and enjoy yourself and, and have a nice know, time as we know like if you want to say it and result in like your your hell bent on fat loss fat loss like again which is fine most of my um like girls are, are a fat loss client I have the odd muscle build girl or I have somebody who's done fat loss with me and then decided that they want to move it like towards building a little bit of muscle or whatever it is. But initially most of my clients come to me for fat loss, mm. but that's not just what they get. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. not just about that for me. So that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's what, that's what so they come, for fat, they come yeah. for fat loss. They stay for the meditation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like they come, they come for fat loss, which is, which is great. But like we, it, you have to make sacrifices to get to where you want to be. We all know this, you know, calorie deficit. We all we all yeah. get that. Um, and you know, That's eating out. Yeah, exactly. We've been <laughs> James Smith and he explained it fifty thousand times. Um, but yeah, like you don't. We, we know that. Like we know going out on nights out like is an ideal if you want to lose fat every week. We know that like eating food that you've prepared where necessary is is better if if you've prepared it. You know what's in it. Blah 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 blah. blah. We know all that. But like for certain people, like it's getting them out of the habit of being like that restrictive in mindset that they can never go out for a meal. They mm. can never eat something that someone else has cooked. Mm. They, they think that that's the only way to achieve fat loss. And it's like, no, like going out like like once every two weeks, like for a little meal, like with your partner or something, like we can we can manage around that. Like we can we can we can work around those things like where you don't need to be scared about doing it. But there's a lot of people who've gotten into the mindset of, I think, being being scared and anxious. And then that brings up other issues with food and and things like that and like think yeah a lot of coaches have kind of like some i think i've got like things to answer for in terms of like people's relationships with food because yeah. like the amount of people i've had come to me from previous other people and just being like my relationship with food's fucked it's in the bin and i'm it, just it's like just, it's just <sighs> it just needs to be in the context of the person and their values yeah 100 where, where they're at so and like, what exactly if, they if, want if one of my clients said i want to be shredded and they said i'm gonna go out and i can't eat it because i'm gonna track my food yeah. i'll be like yeah don't fucking eat it. You can't. Yeah, because your yeah, clientele yeah. is so is 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 that, it, isn't yeah, exactly. it? Shred, so like, like I want to be shredded. But I wanna... it's very that's a very clear yeah. understanding yeah. at the start of that journey, yeah. isn't like, it? Like I'm here to get shredded. Yeah, you can't go and eat untracked meat. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's, it's one. Of, I mean, you can, but you won't be. You won't be yeah. shredded. You won't be shredded. <laughs> and I think there's also like a clear difference, to be honest, as well between like males and females. Like as 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 you well know, like mm. like with with males, and uh, you can kind of 
you can push them harder, I think, in terms mm. of like the depths they can go to for like fat loss without it having an adverse effect mm. on their psychology. Yeah. Mainly. And their actual yeah. bodily function. Like women, like people need to understand, unless you are like a bikini girl or like, and that's what you want to do, like that, you know, you've got the clear understanding that that obviously doesn't symbolize health. Like we know that, like we do it as an extreme sport. Like yeah, we yeah. know it's not health. Um, but yet obviously Instagram and social media can portray the image that this is what you could achieve. This is what you can look. No, you can't. No, you can't. Do you know what the no, you scariest shouldn't. thing for me is? <laughs> you should. No, you shouldn't though, should they? Like no. if you're a woman, if, if you're, one of your clients came to you and was like, you know, I want to look like one of them girls, like, from the bikini, well, well, no, unless you're a bikini competitor and you, you, that's what you want. And I you love spelling that. that out. I love spelling that out to people. It's like I want to look like that. It's like no, you, you don't. You don't. Do you want to lose your period performance? So. Yeah. Like, do you not want to have kids? Do you want to risk not having kids? No. Oh, you do want kids, right? We don't look like that then. Well, no, because uh, you know, <laughs> like, have you got any intent? Like, like I say, like you know, we've I, I've been in like the kind of bodybuilding side of things as well, and it's like. You know, it's all well and good. Got no issue. People compete and think it's great if, if that's that's what they want to do. Um, absolutely no problem with it. But they they understand the risks of it. They yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what it requires. Like, they understand the sacrifice. They know they know full well going into it what they are choosing to do because we know it's not health. They know it's not health. They're doing it because it's a sport mm. and they are they are giving yeah. up everything in their lives for that sport. Mm. The everyday woman like wants to look like that, sees it on Instagram and goes, oh my God, wow. I'm like, yeah, they do look great, but also unattainable. They stay like that for a day. Like we don't, mm. we don't, we don't look like that. We don't walk around like that. Like PTs don't walk around like that. Yeah, might have great bodies, but it's not like 5% body fat. Like you, women ca cannot stay there. No. Like we can't do that. Like, and if we ever had like a client come to us and say that, it's like, you understand the risks of this, don't you? Like, like you, you couldn't, probably not the clients we would coach. Yeah, because I am all too happy to get someone lean, but not at the risk or expense of like their overall health and like um, get getting amenorrhea and things like that. Like I'm just like that's yeah. not my scope of practice at all. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that like almost worries me about the fitness industry because bodybuilding has come into the mainstream so much is how many like there's coaches everywhere. Isn't it? Fitness Ev everywhere. Is huge. And now how many of you them how many of them you speak to who have quite clearly got eating disorders, disordered eating? Lots. Completely just like destruct destructive eating habits and behaviors, but are completely unaware of it. Mm. Or don't see it as yeah. the bad like the, the, the danger sign that it is. And I remember having a conversation. Do you remember uh, Joe Andrew Keeler, Arc Nutrition? Yeah. I had a consultation with him once because I had a client that was just way outside of my scope. Um, and was like, mate, can I Because I, I knew he's like, he's, he's a smart, smart man. So I booked a call with him and he was like, look, what's going to happen is as you start progressing with this client, they're going to feel good about not struggling with this. It was, yeah. a, it was an eating issue. Not struggling with this issue anymore. And then they'll want to help other people struggling with that issue because they've began to overcome it. But the thing is, they haven't overcome it. It's been like a three or four or five month period where they just haven't had that issue. Yeah. 
but the issue is still there. It's just because not because it's covered. It's just not present else. right now. Mm. It will come back. It will reemerge. It will, it, and and they they haven't managed it, and they're not qualified to go and help someone else mm. overcome it. He said, "Well, then what can happen is the they end up potentially teaching this other person those bad habits, different ways of hiding it, or, or learning different ways of hiding it." So, like, for people who... So, the example he gave me was, like, if someone's forcing themselves to throw up after they eat, well, they might, like, get a handle on that, get better at it, but then, like, meet someone and be like, oh, do you struggle with that? Oh, yeah, I struggled with that. Oh, I used to do this. And they tell them something that they used to do, but they don't do it anymore. And then that new person is like, oh, I've never thought about doing that. I'll do that. Oh, I could Mm. do that. And they end up passing on these bad habits while they're trying to be helpful. And he was like, you've got to be so careful of that and 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 like put that out to them straight away that look if you get a handle on this you're not qualified to go and help other people with it Mm. but then in the fitness industry we've got loads of people who've overcome these issues Mm. and are now coaching clients Mm -hmm. and the fact of the matter is this a lot of people don't want to hear this because they think they're qualified to deal with it but unless you are a psychologist or have got some kind of like letters after your name. Yeah, unless you've got letters allowed. after your name, shut yeah, up. <laughs> you cannot, you are not qualified to deal with somebody with an eating disorder. You are not, you, that is out of your scope of practice. You should not be dealing with that. You, it doesn't matter. Like, like you have to put your ethics and morals above money and what it could mean if you get this client or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not qualified to Yeah, but I got a boss transformation with <laughs> doesn't them. Doesn't matter. Not asked. Yeah, you're not you're not, not supposed to be coaching them. And like I I just it it, it baffles my head. Like you're not <laughs> supposed to be coaching them, so don't coach them. What you should do if you are like, you know, trying to be a moral person is point them in the direction of the adequate help. For example. Just refer out. It's so like, easy. Yeah, like, why can't you refer out? Like, I, I literally had a... Do you know Rachel Hobbs? Yeah, I follow her because of you. Yeah, I, that's, I refer out. She must be sick of me messaging her. Because <laughs> every time, like, star questionnaires, I ask some, like, certain questions. Like, have you controlled your weight with vomiting? Have you been jet in the past six months? Have you, contro- have you, have you vomited as a way of controlling your weight in the past six months? Have you um, overeat and had it affect you? in an emotional way in the past six months. Just a lot of emotional mm-hmm. eating, eating disorder style questions to just some red Decipher. flags. And some people will just lie on it. That is, that it's part of, part of the, yeah. the, the, the is issue. Yeah, and that's what it is. It is what it is. Like, but as soon as it's highlighted, or people just don't think they need to tell you. Yeah. Because, Which has happened to me before as well. As yeah. in like, gained the client, like ended up like months and months yeah. down the line telling me, like obviously letting me in and telling me more stuff. And I was yeah, just yeah. like- Cause that, that's would it. have been helpful to know this at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. like, You're a complete stranger. <laughs> but You're a complete stranger. So, and it's something very personal, isn't it? Yeah. Do they like, yeah. Which um, I get. But I just go straight to her because and she's the professional, isn't she? Me, and then like, I'll just say to her, like a lot of the time, it's just this is the this is this this is the story of this client. This is what they're dealing with. This is what they've told me. Should I still be coaching them? And she'll say and that's no. It. And she'll if go. It's not, yeah. Do I should I refer them out to you or someone else? Or am I okay to still, still coach them? I had this conversation. She's off with maternity leave at the minute as well. I'm still pestering her. <laughs> I emailed her and she was like, though? I've just had a baby. I was like, I know, congratulations. I'm really sorry for this. But this is like, 
like I don't know like you're the one I always refer out to and she's like no it's fine just give me like a week <laughs> to get she, probably, and she, did. she probably appreciates the fact that you are actually doing this though because not enough has, coaches like, do it and it's not like she's gonna I think some people think oh well you're stealing my clients off me like she doesn't like the last person I reached out to she was like to be fair everything you've done is fine there's no reason for you to not coach this coach her. she's obviously mm-hmm. trusts you because of the stuff that they've told you yeah carry on and if if it does like present again or if it does get worse then yeah just just offer yeah. her yeah because you, you can't you can't even force a client to leave you can't like you, i always say to them look this is how it is if it's right at the start in a consultation it's like look I, that's not i can't yeah i can't yeah, help yeah. you but then if However, you've been with someone for a long time and then here's, then here's tell, rachel yeah. details but if they're with you yeah you can't be like see you later then yeah yeah <laughs> it's like i had a consultation call with a girl who told me about like she like this was like literally last week she uh competed in bodybuilding shows like previously like when she was younger like literally i'm talking like 18 19 so she was very young like when she was competing in, in these shows which was like like great like fantastic she enjoyed the experience of it like great but then now like years later like and she's in her 20s now so like She's suffering with, it's been a few years. She's suffering with like other, other side effects of, of that now. And, and it's not that, it's not that bodybuilding gave her an eating disorder, by the way. I don't believe that it gives people eating disorders. I believe that people were, who enter into the sport with preconceived like notions of EDs, it presents itself more vigorously after well, the fact. And yeah. she, that's what's happened with her. She had already had eating disorder tendencies. Oh, yeah. Then they, went well, into bodybuilding, then mm. thought she was okay. And then now it's presenting itself worse, like in 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 the sense of now she thinks that, like, she's fat. Like, and I was mm. just looking at the girl, like, like, like in my <laughs> professional opinion, like, like, like there's no, there's no chance. Like, like you're not, you're not <laughs> yeah. overweight. I was like, like, you, you are not overweight. Like you wouldn't be categorized as obese. Like you, you, there's not the, it's fine to want to work on your body and things like that. But I was like, nah, I was like, there's, there's something more. So then I was like, you know, tell, tell me a little bit more about this. Like what, you know, how did you feel? Like, so the more we delved into like, like the questions, it was very clear to me. Okay. This eating disorder is, is still very mm-hmm. much a, a, something that is present here. It is managed a lot better, but it's not something that I would like to, um, Mm. ever try and dip my toe into so i referred it out to amelia thompson messaged messaged like gave her all the information i said listen like i don't mind she got me number and stuff like that like you know what i mean i was like i don't mind like if you need any like advice or help i was like in terms of like you know some some yeah. meal ideas or or some <laughs> some stress management stuff or you know yeah. with stuff to do with like like workouts and strength gate because that's she wants to get stronger and things like yeah. this so i was like that's all fine. I was like, don't mind answering training questions and things like that. And but yeah. anything to do with like like nutritional actually coaching yet. I was like, that's not my bag. I was like, you mm. need to uh, like go and look up this lady. I was like, Here's give her letters a, behind the yeah, name. I was like, give it a little <laughs> message. I was like, she deals with exactly the problems that you're facing. Yeah. Mm. I was like, she is fantastic. I went, she deals with exactly what you're facing. She you know, deals with people who've been in the bodybuilding world and now aren't in the bodybuilding world. I was like, and that's a lot more suited to you. I was like, I, I went like, I was just honest. I was just like, no, like no, no offense or anything like that. I was like, I just would not like to aggravate any of your issues at all. I was like, and that's not my scope of practice. I'm not qualified to deal with that. I was like, but as a, as a friend or a helpful person on Instagram or over WhatsApp, I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Like I'll chat yeah. to you about training yeah. all day. 
Yeah. I was like, I, I just don't want to touch that. Yeah. Like that episode of the Hum- Huberman podcast would be a really one interesting one for you to listen to about um eating disorders, about anorexia and bulimia. And he was saying that anorexia is recorded as pretty much as far back as as the records go. And that so it's not crazy, caused it? They, they, they think it's there's a, a genetic component to it. Yeah. That you're not you don't get anorexia from like your environment. You don't get anorexia because you go into bodybuilding, mm. but you're genetically predisposed yeah. to mm. having anorexia and then you put yourself in that environment yeah, and, yeah. Then it, and then you fuck. I it presents, feel like that, yeah. that, that, that like would make sense though. Like, cause I feel like people like, obviously i feel like obviously environmental factors can have an effect on on how you th- feel and think and what you you know like for example social media what people see yeah. and all that but i don't mm. think it like gives you the eating disorder i think like those things already have to be in place so like the way like i said before like people blame bodybuilding for eating disorders just exacerbates the issue yeah i don't yeah, yeah. i don't i don't agree i don't think that bodybuilding gives people eating disorders at all i think that people with already preconceived like feeling you get feelings into bodybuilding food, for the wrong idea for the wrong, for the reasons, wrong reasons yeah you're just gonna yeah. you're it's gonna got your like eating disorder yeah like tendencies are going to present more. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that like that's if you hate is. yourself and you get into bodybuilding, well, that's what I was about to say. I think the, ma- the main thing here, really, bringing it back to the conversation. Obviously, we just spoke about eating disorders, but bringing it back to what we were speaking about before. For some people, it'll present as an eating disorder. For some people, it'll just present as depression. Some people yeah. it'll present as self hatred. Yeah. It's like if you go into 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 your, some people your present as like being the best athlete in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is like the, no, 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 if you if you yeah. go into your fitness journey, thinking solely that getting in shape is going to fix all of your problems, you're going to be fucked at the end of it. Yeah, you and need, also it, hating it, yourself it, into that position as well. Yeah, like I'm doing this because I hate myself. Like I'm going to the gym because I hate my body because I hate me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I always like say to my girls, like, no, I'm like. I'm like, you know, every single time a thought enters your mind of like, I hate myself. I hate my, but I'm like, literally, I went sounds fucking insane. I was like, because I know I sound like an insane woman. I was like, but say, I was like, literally answer yourself back in your head. Be like, no, like, I don't hate myself at all. I'm doing this because I love myself. Like, mm. no, I'm doing this because mm. I love myself. I want myself to be the best version of myself. Mm. I invented like, the three R's for this and you can use ooh, it if you want. Go on. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you can use it if yeah. you want. Go you on. This. Three R's. Trademark by Trademark, Level 10 Life, yeah. all right? For every one of you fucking coaches listening, mind this. So if I see you posting about it, tag me. He'll yeah. know where it come from. <laughs> I'm not asked to use it. It's sick. It helps. Um, the three R's. Realize. Mm-hmm. Realize you've said something yeah. negative, self-deprecating, whatever. Rephrase. So, I like this. I'm fucking fat. I need to go to the gym. Realize I've said something stupid. Rephrase it. I want to be better. I'm going to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Repeat it. Repeat the new phrase back to yourself. And that, like, that is great. That is Three a hours, great little exercise. Negative nice. self-talk. Very yeah. nice. I it's really right, like that. that you yeah. told me it before, so I'm, I know you're like, not you're I'm, not I'm new just, to this, but yeah, I really yeah. like that. It's nice. And Do you I, know what? I come up with that on the fly, late for a training session with you in the car park of Prophecy. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do a video on negative self-talk. Whipped up at the gym, flying on pre-workout. I was like, shit, I need to get an age group waiting for me. <sighs> Got my phone out and just went bump, 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 bump. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Post that later. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one though, and it's also true. Like you, I think, I think th- that is the thing, isn't it? Like, well, like how how can someone so some someone in that position who does hate themselves, who does just think they're shit and they're just not happy with them with their lives? What 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 do you say to them? 
do they do they start the gym do they say oh well how where do they start in trying to start loving themselves do you start with the gym and hope everything else happens as a result do you start with internal work what happens i, I know what my i just want to ask you guys i know what, what it is for me i think everyone starts differently to be fair like as in like each individual comes to like the realization that change needs to happen in different ways mm. i think like starting with the gym isn't a bad thing i just think that you well most people realize very quickly that that's not the only problem yeah. and also that if you go through a training session like just on the logistical side of things if you go through a training session thinking i hate yourself i hate this i'm tired i can't <laughs> believe i'm here yeah. oh like <laughs> then it becomes such a chore and task and yeah. it's something that you're not going to yeah, keep up yeah. with so yeah. the more you start going and that the more you start going no you know what i can do this i can yeah. do this it's going to be all right yeah. I, I love being here I love it. And you're like, you're trying to tell, like, I love being here. Honestly, I do. And like, it makes it easier to be yeah. there. So I think like the more like people start to realize that, I think like the more they start to realize if I carry, continue to talk negatively, this is going to be a hard task. Mm, yeah. And then it well, transfers you're to other areas of your life. If you fuel greatness with hate, yeah, it's only so you're going to so burn out very quickly. You'll well, get to a certain point. Been successful you, you, you'll get to the point where you don't hate themselves. yourself anymore. Yeah. And then you don't hate yourself anymore. And then you'll stop. And I, I actually often see this with people who, will start working with me and they'll get to a point where they're no longer uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll fall off a little bit. Yeah. And then a couple of months later, we'll have a few conversations and then all of a sudden they come to me like, and they're just on it I'm again. Ready. Yeah. And they've, they've gone through that personal evolution where they realised that changing the physique didn't, didn't change everything. Yeah. It just yeah. made them un less uncomfortable now. Yeah. And now they're fine, they're comfortable, but now they've developed a, an appreciation for themselves, they've developed a little bit of, of compassion for themselves and now they want to they're, they're excited to try and push to reach their potential yeah. and that's the that's that's the evolution that i, I love to see because i, I, I always bad, know like... when it's happening it, it actually I, I was speaking to a client yesterday i bumped into him he's finished with me now but that happened to him and i said to him as it was happening i'd noticed him falling off and i said we we had the conversation and he, he, he wanted to just have, have a bit of a break from coaching i was like look this is what's going to happen this is what's going on yeah have a month off and come back to me and then it, it when when you feel ready and he did the same thing yeah and then he went into a gaining phase and added something serious i think he got like 10 kilos it's mad isn't it it's why it's, it's yeah. like i could i was watching it happen i told him look lad, this is this is what's going to happen and it did we've all reached like in our in our own coaching programs mm -hmm. in like or in the, the way we coach with our clients, we've all, like, this happens to everyone. Yeah. And we've all just, like, subconsciously clocked onto it and gone, right, okay, this is how, mm. when you work with me, I'm going to deal with it. This is mm. how. So, like, for us, it's when they have that wobble of, oh, well, actually, I don't hate myself anymore now. Yeah. So it's really hard for me <laughs> to punish myself yeah. with food. People are like, well, what do I do now? Like, yeah, like, I can't stay that. consistent. And it's like, okay, but that's because, you like, you're doing well you've done really well like yeah. i've been singing your praises for weeks and now you don't hate yourself as much yeah. so now we need to set something else as yeah. the goal because wanting to lose weight because you're unhappy is no longer a big enough driving mm. force for you because i think it's anymore. still yeah. it's still relevant isn't it because it becomes like more of like a how far can you push yourself like yeah. ooh, like this could be fun like yeah. how far can i push but myself no one's going like, to have that I... energy to push to see how far they can push themselves unless they love themselves yeah, yeah. Unless they're excited, I think about everyone what they can starts achieve. off with that hate, yeah, yeah. and then you have to have that. It's like I had a client that, say to that me that switch. Last Otherwise, week. you'll just be in that loop. Mm. So like people are in that loop when people are in like yo-yo dieting. Yeah, it's like hate myself, lose weight. Okay, hate myself, lose weight. <laughs> okay, hate myself, lose forever and ever and ever until like one of us comes along or they do something or they like to sign up for a five k or like yeah. they get in a happy relationship or they get a dog or just something. 
pulls them out of that loop to go, don't actually hate myself that much. I'm all right, me. <laughs> what else I can like I do? <laughs> yeah. Like even like for some people like graduating uni and then they realize, oh, actually I am smart. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what else can so I do? This is, this is what, what the, the caveat this whole conversation is like, yeah, getting in shape won't fix all your problems, but it sort of might help. And it's like a stepping stone to, to because, help fix yeah, those problems. Like, if you focus on fixing your shape, obviously you're going to sleep better, you're going to do this better, you're going to do that. So naturally you'll start to feel a bit better. But like we've said this many times, like I think if you are going to really go and achieve an insane physique transformation, I've said this many times on the podcast, but I'm just, I'm just saying it to you. It's like, if, you, if you're going to get to that level, it's very fucking hard. Yeah. So the stuff that you have to go through and the personal development that you have to go through in order yeah. to reach that for someone who is in a is in a place where they haven't got like they're not they're not anywhere near eating disorders they're not they're, they're not depressed they're, they're in a good place mentally but they're just not functioning yeah. at that level if you push them through an unbelievable physique transformation teaches them they, the, the person that they become along that journey is just a completely different human which i think is quite exciting to watch by the way yeah. like like because obviously like we deal with different kinds of clients and like i've got clients like that as well who you could push like, like yeah. you could push and it's boss to watch them grow because they, they yeah. like see that they can actually they can actually like, do it fuck, like the, the confidence just goes through the roof because yeah. they see what's yeah. actually possible yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and they've never and thought it's possible yeah. before and then they start walking around with the chest out so start walking around more confident like even even do you know like, what? Even just messages that I get from people who, who will be like more confident approaching girls because they've they've seen yeah yeah what they, they've just they, they just feel better about themselves. They know what they can do. They know that they I don't know. They just feel proud proud of themselves. That was when I was saying I'd, I'd done the walkthrough of uh, before and afters. Yeah, that's one of the things that was changed was how she was stood in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. just there. simply that yeah. posture, smile. You're you're stood upright in that first picture. You carry you like that, all you slumped know. over, and you've rounded your shoulders. And then the second one your chest up and I haven't asked you to change how you're standing you've just you're just carrying yeah. yourself better like Jacob can you put this up on the on the screen in a second I'm gonna whatsapp you um I just have to find it on my Instagram but you know remember Ruben's transformation yeah, yeah. that that before and after Ruben got shredded because he just F-edged the walls yeah he, he never F-edged the walls before he just is that? Did he never have veg or fruit or something? And then you just started making him eat fruit and veg. He was like, I've got loads of energy. Uh, well, mate, yeah. <laughs> so Ruben has lived on chicken, fucking nuggets chicken nuggets and chips, and chips for his life. For his whole life, I'm not even joking. For his whole life, and I just literally got him to. I, it wasn't even elaborate. I just got him to eat chocolate a little bit less, eat fruit, eat chocolate every now and then, less. and he ate chicken and rice for his lunch and dinner, and that was it. Like that's. Like yeah, you know we some some like that's the basics. It's not, of it. it's not optimal. It's not yeah. like just just enough. Just better. But because of how shit how shit his diet was, <laughs> it was just like just slight improvement. And he had so much energy. He was fucking flying. Like everything was just completely, completely different. You know the goat. Yeah. You know my client. Yeah, yeah. And see how I've just done that without naming any names, but you know him on about. Yeah, yeah. Similar story. Just looked yeah. at their routine and was just like. Okay, maybe getting your breakfast from a petrol station service station isn't the best. <laughs> Let's change that. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> when a voice notice have been off the radar for like three weeks and if you don't hear from a client for three weeks, it's like Yeah, I've just sent you that too. Okay. It doesn't spell anything good, does They're it? They're probably though? gone. Yeah, because like it doesn't probably spell lost anything yeah. great yeah. there. No, mate. Smashed it for three weeks. Just been dead busy. And was look, just like Look, 
So in the in the in the, in the first picture, he's just like, he's just like, hmm. <laughs> posture's a bit shit, shoulders are a bit rounded. In the second one, look at the fucking smile on his face. His his posture's better. It's just that that that's a that's a different human. Do you know what? That's the one thing I miss most about doing in-person PT and in-person like body transformations. I'd never go back to it because it was just like soul-crushing hours. But a hundred percent. The conversation hours. you've had with Ruben on the right there, like you remember when? So let's say, for example, we'd be in the office, wouldn't we? The first time you'd take the one on the left, mm. yeah. And you could just, it was, there was always just an atmosphere. Unless they were a very bright and bubbly person yeah. anyway, there was always just an awkward atmosphere. And like, taking that first photo. that first photo. And you've got to really like, you've got to turn on the personality, haven't you? To yeah. make them feel so comfortable yeah. because I'm about to ask you to take a lot of your clothes off yeah. and take a photo of you and it's fucking uncomfortable and weird. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's make this as relaxed and as normal as possible. <laughs> and they're always just like, like this and I'm like yeah that's it yeah 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 don't worry about it yeah yeah turn to your side just trying to make it like like dead chill and yeah. then like you do it and the, um, you look at the photos and they're just like why the fuck did I do this and, and then, then like uh... six eight twelve weeks later you've been in that room at Ruben just chatting shit to him like you've yeah, just, like you just come off a session yeah, yeah. and he's like laughing and you take the photos and you look and they, that yeah. where they're just carrying themselves better and they're smiling I think you see that as that. well yeah. like as you move through the through the transformation, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like yeah. you start like to get a bit more comfortable taking the top off, for example. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, whack it off. Go on, whack just yourself tell off. You more about their life. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> tough. I know me. I remember that. I think it was, I think it was the week before that the posing room was taken, and we had to take progress photos. Yeah, like on the gym floor, and I was like. Are you, are you going to be okay to take your top to off do that, in the yeah. middle of the gym? And he was like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking in bash shape. But that's because like, like, he felt the, good, obviously. The Ruben on the left probably wouldn't have, done, wouldn't that, have yeah. done that. So, What's the time frame on that? Because yeah. I remember it being something ridiculous. Weeks, 10 weeks or 11 weeks. Yeah. Was. That's silly. I think, it, 10, was, 11 weeks, I think it was 10 weeks. And then... The power of yeah, vegetables. I think, I, think <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to have like a week off or something. Do it. So it ended up being 11 weeks in total, but it was 10 weeks, really. Yeah. Do you know what happened? I remember what happened. At 10 weeks, you were like, he's smashing it. Like, you said to me some, like, something along the lines of, wait till you see Ruben's pictures. And then he took a week off. And I remember you saying to me, lad, fucking took a week off. I think he went away somewhere or something. And you were like, oh, lad, he's going to fucking ruin it now. He's going blah, 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 blah for a week. And he come back and look like that. And he was like, I was like, lad, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> what the fuck have you done to him? Wait, no, wasn't that? Are you sure that was Ruben? Was that not the, the recent transformation that we spoke about on the No, this was, I'm sure it was Ruben because I remember you showing me the photos in the gym because obviously because I knew Ruben. I can't even remember. But yeah. Something, something so along them lines happened where you were like, he's going away right at the end. Like, <laughs> what's he fucking doing the Muppet? I can't even remember. Like within the last week and then he come back and still look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I love blind, how but... it was like, yeah, it was not optimal. It was not optimal. It, it was just better than chicken nuggets and chicken. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it's about, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. about being perfect. Yeah. It's about, and that was good I, for him, yeah. I, I've got this phrase that I always I always go to when people try and be perfect. And I just say, it's not about being perfect. It's about being really good for a really long time. It's nice, though. Just, it just, just yeah. be really good. Hang on a second. You know what? Off. Last week, one of, my, one of my, just on the subject of that, one of my clients said in the check-in, um, Obviously, we ask like what went well, like what was the wins, what was your main takeaways from the week, like what went great, like tell yeah, me yeah, what you made yeah. up with. And she was just like, um, "Well, the training was really good, like we strength increased and everything, but 
it's just like you know consist like just been quite consistent really like it's just it's just it's just the same thing and i was like and she she was just like yeah like you know there's nothing too much to report like and i was like but this is good yeah. i was like don't you get that that's good i was this like the best thing yeah, yeah. she was just like didn't the same thing think I'm about going, any of this stuff this week yeah i'm just going about like my business really i'm just getting on with it like yeah it's quite good i just but there's not there's nothing new to report really i was like but that, that, that's yeah. the main thing. That's great. I was like, yes. Do you ever get it? Right? Into I've had a couple over the past couple of weeks. We've changed the checking process now, right? And uh, I've had a couple of clients who needed a lot of support when they first started. Yeah. The check-ins would be very long and there'd be lots of stuff to do or we might need a call. And they've got to the point now where like I'd come to the check-in, I'd see their name, I'd open uh, like stuff up and I'd go... Hmm. Just do that again next week. Well done. <laughs> like there was nothing. There's been like weeks and weeks of like, okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's not a problem. Like we'll do change this. this. Yeah, this. we'll do this. Go and watch this video for me. Come back. Go and try this. And then like it's all just clicked. And now I'm just like, well, I love them moments because then <laughs> yeah. you like, feel like it's great. It's fantastic because it. you've smashed it. Like but it's then, perfect. But also like. Just repeat that. But then I think it's important to yeah tell people to just repeat it and solidify that as the new normal. But then there's always levels that you can go to. So like yeah. if someone's like hitting the calories and protein, just consistently smashing it. We'll just get them to track macros then and get them even more perfect or get them to optimize the digestion or get them mm. to get an extra 30 minutes in bed or get them to send you execution videos and perfect it. Like there's always yeah. something. They can they can go to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, when you've had them check-ins where like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's gonna be a 30 minute check-in and then yeah. the week after it's like you're done in four and you're like <laughs> I can't believe this. That was weird. But like <laughs> there's like five lines, there's like four lines of notes in their in their folder, and then you look at the week before and there's like paragraphs. four paragraphs of Love things that. that you put in. Also, like with the execution stuff as well. I think like that's a big one, isn't it? Like if well, obviously that needs to be on point anyway, but people, I feel like clients are in the beginning, especially less inclined to want to take a video yes. of themselves mm -hmm. in the gym. Yes. So obviously you don't get to see everything mm -hmm. that they're doing. And then suddenly when they get a bit more confidence, get a bit more consistent with it, start to send you more videos. I also like, think people are largely unaware of how shit their phone is. Yeah. Oh, do you know, I was, that's what I was going to say is like, you get to that point, especially for like a lot of the clients I work with or we work with. And it could be like week nine, week ten, mm. and they finally it could be like four months in, and they're like, "And you've been asking, can you have a look like at this squat? You like... this squat video for me?" And they send you, it and I'm like, "Oh my god, you've been doing that for four months. I know. Are your knees okay? I know. And you're like, because I'm always asking man for <laughs> videos, but do. like, there's nothing. I, like... I pest up sometimes. Yeah, send me a phone check. Don't like, send, send me that video. Every single that video. week on the check, and I'm just like, lad, send me a fucking video of your training. Yeah. Like That's you might I be said. training like dog shit, like your weight's going up, everything's <laughs> like going good. Dog shit, you like, training like dog shit. <laughs> everything, like everything's yeah. flying on paper, but like you could be leaving so much on the table. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, That's what I know. always say though. I'm always like, I can't, I can't, um, I can't fix what I don't see. Yeah. So I'm like, girls, like I can't fix what I don't see. Mm. I'm like, and I don't want any training, like fucking ridiculous yeah. in the gym. I'm like, so you need to show me what it is that we're doing. And then like maybe by like week four, like they'll send me yeah. one and they'll be like, 
is any of this and it's just like a, a little well just like you can see like the corners <laughs> of, yeah. and I'm like there's like four dumbbells and a water bottle in yeah, the way I'm like, and you gotta like come on you like zoom in and drag it out and be like I'm okay, like I can kind of see, see it I'm like it looks alright like oh. but like yeah like four videos are massive so if you are someone watching this who like is like thinking about getting a coach like 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 send yeah. form videos oh god a coach send form videos like yeah. don't feel silly six months worth of pictures of you in your underwear just video yourself yeah. doing a squat in the gym come yeah, on like no like, one cares on. obviously <laughs> like and and that way you you'll ensure you're getting like the absolute most out of your yeah, training because yeah. obviously like if you that was the joy of in person pt isn't it like obviously we're there to see exactly what it is that you're doing. Mm. But the joy of online coaching, you obviously get more contact time and all this, mm. like you get more of a deep dive into like your lifestyle and habits, which you don't normally tend to get with one-to-one PT because people don't have the time for that. And like, that's kind of not what the service is. Yeah. So like mm. that, that's that's the, the top and bottom of it. But like form videos and things like that, we need, because we're obviously not there. So being able to see those things in a little bit more detail is yeah. ideal because we need Wonderful. to make sure you get the most out of it. It's Otherwise, funny that it's just like doing across it. the board though. Like all three of us work <laughs> with very different clients and all three of us have got yeah, that exact same thing. Yeah, and they're just like, like you're not sending me no video. <laughs> like, send me a video. Send me a video. Yeah. Week three, send me a video. Week four, send me a video. Five, send me a video. <laughs> I think some of them feel you know, silly in, setting it up in the middle of the yeah, gym. Yeah, or... that's definitely it. In, in the end, sometimes I, I just, I just, I just like actually like have a almost have a bit of a go and just say lads like just deadly serious this is a piss take now send me a fucking video to be completely well, what honest I've done is sorry to on, cut you off there on, on, on. in week one I ask for a form check yeah it, so do I but yeah <laughs> just <isn't that? laughs> but in that when it pops up on their thing on their to do yeah there's a link to a like four pound tripod on Amazon nice as well nice. so it's like just buy this tripod it's four quid yeah, I suppose just that would make everything easier yeah. like, sometimes I that. just put, invite put people it on the floor. Me. I was just yeah. gonna say what I've like started doing more recently is I I do like literally like a handful of sessions per week of one to one PT just for pure enjoyment purposes at this point but um, I have started inviting like obviously not all of mine are local but I've the ones that are I've said like listen like let me know your availability drop in the gym for a little session and I'll mm. go through your program with you in real time so that I can just see what's what because if they're diff- mm. being difficult but sending me a video I'm like just come in and see me mm. I'm like and we'll go through it together and make sure that everything's perfect you know what I mean or everything's there on what do you know what I get to do what send them to reach <laughs> yeah, which is even better. There you go, Rachel. <laughs> do I need to take up an hour of my time? Or, or can Rachel do it? Rachel's got a five hour shift on Monday. <laughs> Free on Monday. <laughs> Rachel's like, yeah. Nice. Rach, one of my clients is coming in on Monday. We just go through the form for me on these three what? exercises. Like, we just take them through the session great. for me. It's so good. Haven't you, having your girlfriend be like a, the second in command of the biz well, is like, is like ideal. Get on this. Isn't it? Equal partners in the business. Oh. 50-50 shareholders. What do you mean? You like, rich? Yeah. Have you yeah. formalised that? Yeah. Nice. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So, first, level 10 life is officially Jack and Rich. Yeah. So, if it was like she was a she was working with me. Very clear distinction. Yeah, she never for, ever worked for no. me. I can't imagine <laughs> to um, ever work for you. Because <laughs> um, sometimes I'd say that. Just it just would come out. I don't mean it, but it would come out. I have to clear that up. And she'd um, be like, "Oh, really? Yeah, do I work yeah. for you? Yeah, like she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she's a part of Level Ten Life, or yeah. was yeah, like, yeah. but now it's like legit. Like, yeah, now you've she made works it a fish. for the business. She doesn't work for me, but she works for the business. She's a company director. So just uh, hey, it's dead cool. to be able to say I'm a company director. 
Yeah. That was well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fire my mum. You had to fire yeah. your mum? Yeah, I had to Why fire my mum. Because she was a shareholder. She was she was a, a she had one share in the business. I had to fire And obviously, if you're paying yourself dividends, yeah. are you paying you dividends? You have to pay all the shareholders dividends yeah. as well. And she yeah. was a shareholder. Yeah. So I've had to pay my mum dividends and then go, hey, can we have that money back? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, she come around the other week and I was like, Hey, mum, remember we set the business up a couple of years ago and I just put you down as a shareholder because I didn't really know what I was doing? Yeah. I need that That's back. making things complicated right now <laughs> for me and the accountant. So can, 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 can we just we take you that? off that? Like, <laughs> we need to fire you. Sorry, you're not a company director anymore. <laughs> we need to fire you. <laughs> so I just told, I, like, I explained it through and obviously never, never said that I was firing her and she just went, wait a minute. Are you firing me? Sammy. Are you firing me? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Looks like I am. Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom. <laughs> Sack your uh, mum and get him rich. Yeah. <laughs> to um, wrap this convo up, I feel like we we should bring it back to the conversation about how do people actually achieve fulfilment? Is it through... Profound question. Is it, you is, always do this. What, what do you mean? We've got profound. three minutes left and he goes, hey, here's this really big, deep topic. Well, it's annoying. Ross, Ross, Ross was on. Ross was on and he went, okay, we've got two minutes left. Ross, let's talk about hypertrophy. And Ross went. In two minutes? Yeah, let's talk about the most complicated subject in the next two minutes. <laughs> we had 10 minutes. Lad. All right, 10 minutes. Well, now we've got three. We've got three. Yeah, go on. Jacob, can we run over a little bit if you need to? I've got a meeting at 12, so... Okay. Well... Just, Hurry. I feel like we didn't wrap it, wrap it up. It annoyed me because we moved on. And Sorry. I feel like... It's my fault. It's because it's we... I feel like, to be honest, if I'm real, it's because we haven't seen each other in a long time and yeah. they just felt like there were so many topics to cover there. So maybe... <laughs> it just first. flowed. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we tried so what to was go your for question? How do you reach how, how do people achieve fulfillment? Like, can you do it just from... Does it... Does it ha, how do you guys like to structure your your client journey almost? Like, is it got to be completely solely internal work? Because I know, Jack, you're just sort of like an anti-transformation coach. He calls himself an anti-transformation coach now. Yeah. Where he's like, fuck fat loss. You're VVV holistic at the moment, aren't you? It's in not terms fuck fat of... loss because <laughs> every single one of my clients wants to lose weight. Yeah. It's, it's the fitness transformation. Yeah. Fitness transformation. Mm. that I'm against like the I'm a coach and I've got an eating disorder come with me and I'll uh, I'll give you one too it's that that I'm against <laughs> come like, with me I'll show you the way so just so many courses I've been on and so many people have been around and it's just like you should not be coaching people it's that that's that that I want to step away from it's and also the, that fits your business doesn't it yeah. like that fits your clients and who you try to help it's about life it's not about fitness yeah. fitness yeah. is a part of it yeah. it's about the mindset like you know how much I fucking love the mindset stuff is pretty much what I'm talking about. Yeah. But that doesn't really work as a business for people who want to lose fat loss, or it didn't, until I figured out that it does because mindset ties into everything. It's the mm. mindset of how you train, how hard yeah. you can train. It's yeah. the mindset of why you're yeah. eating the way you are. It's the mindset yeah. of why you're not sleeping. It's the mindset of... And that's what we yeah, build yeah, yeah. around now, yeah. not just yeah. <laughs> meditation. And it's, yeah. it's, it's this controls yeah, yeah. all of the things that you do. It's all yeah. encompassing. And what I want to try and filter in more is what Mark was speaking to me about this week is the seven areas of life. Yeah. And and if if one of those areas is lacking, then yeah. 
you don't live a fulfilled life. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's what that that's effectively what more than muscle is yeah. gonna be. It's like like I was gonna say this before actually. What? That's why we're mates. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say this before actually. How do you present I, I didn't that end up saying it. Before so, we move on. How does he how do you present that to people? Which? Like like so, so like obviously you're an anti transformation coach. So like so what well, how do you present those Sorry seven not. areas to people and get them to work on them, if that makes sense? Well, I'd... we've got zero seconds left of this podcast, yeah. so maybe let's answer that. Off, off I don't I present it because okay. it's overwhelming as fuck. That's yeah. what I mean. That, <laughs> that was the thought in my mind. I was like... Well, that's what... That's effectively, I've been doing that in the background for so long yeah. where it's just been like, there's no way I can possibly like deliver that in like a... Like just you need to do this, 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 mm. like without a structure. But you just sort of like feed I just feed it in every now and then when yeah, you see yeah. something lacking. Yeah. Like, look, blah, blah, blah. Just like a conversation. Because that was like what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, because I just kind of like feed mine. And I was thinking, yeah. like, yeah. how are you presenting that? I was thinking, but that's what, oh, like people's can't. brains just go if, yeah. Like, this is what the more the muscle thing is, because I've been just feeding it in and I feel like it's not enough. I want something where it's like it's a proper structure. This is what this yeah. is the exact process in the system of how to get to that point where you've got your whole life boxed. Yeah. And, and then, that's how they're going to achieve ev- fulfillment. Yeah. Like essentially you've yeah. created the the roadmap to achieving the fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. That's what. And it's because I realized that the gym didn't do it for me. It was nothing yeah. to do with the gym. The gym was just something that I sort of one of the areas fed into. Yeah. One of the seven areas, isn't it? Health I feel and health and health fixed me head and then the gym followed. Once I fixed my head, I achieved a decent physique. I, th- I think like we all co- we all coach very different people, but however, we as people are all quite similar. Mm-hmm. So I think like us three have got like this like similar models that are are utilized in different ways mm-hmm. because obviously we coach different people um, and different kinds of people. But I think like I, I, I love how you've set up your your own your own little structure. I think it's going to be great. Um, but I also like love the way you do things because you're you are kind of like more on the holistic side of things, aren't you? And trying to like look after people's minds and everything. And I would say I'm probably somewhere in between, um, mm. the two of you, because I do love bodybuilding yogi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I got no intentions to compete or anything like that anymore. I think that idea is definitely done and dusted. Like, um because that was like years ago that's like what i wanted to do but now i think like my whole business and mindset and everything's trans like transformed too much for mm. me to go back to that so although i love training like a bodybuilder i'll probably never actually be one mm. um but yeah like i think like the people achieve fulfillment probably like maybe it begins at the gym but i don't think it comes from the gym and i don't mm. think that it comes from nutrition either i think mm. it comes from a culmination of improving all of these areas of your life stress sleep digestion um actual enjoyment like um and like building up those habits i think that that's how it comes about and i feel like a lot of it does start at the gym mm. so like people come mm. to you thinking that they want fat loss but actually what they want is to feel more fulfilled mm-hmm. so to feel more fulfilled i suppose you could say that it does begin at the gym mm. that has mm. to change like one of the if you, if, if like you could be earning good money you could be like Mm. really inspired by your work you could be really at peace like have loads of spare time but if you fucking hate what you see in the mirror you feel unfulfilled yeah 100% all seven areas all seven areas balanced. like yeah. and people say that you can't have it all but I feel like you you, you, you can I feel like all. you can I feel like a life of 100% in all four areas and like 20% in three areas would be shit yeah but a life of 80% in all areas would be boss. Yeah, like not, it does not have to be perfect. It just has to be it's not, yeah, I improved think... to a point that you feel 
more comfortable in your life. It's not even, I don't even think it's about, for me anyway, personally, it's not about being perfect in any of the areas. No. It's just giving attention to all of the areas. Yeah. Like if you don't work on like financial, you just constantly stress by money yeah. and just ignore the problem. <laughs> you're going to be massively unfulfilled in life yeah, and, and it's not going to go away. And it's That's not going to go away. Whereas if you give that away. a little bit of attention, mm. you mean, like, okay, yeah, I've got that sorted. Yeah, I don't feel so stressed about money now. Yeah. The same with your body. Yeah. Same with your body. It's constant need to... Gym is a bit much for me right, yeah. right now. A bit stressed thinking about all this work that I've got to do and you just continue yeah. to get faster and faster and faster. It's never going away, lads. And also then that will impact your health, which is another area that will go downhill. Like, and you're going to like start to suffer I with different health problems. I absolutely and... hate my job, but I go there for 70% of my day. <laughs> and I'm going to carry on going there for 70% of my day for the rest of my life. And it's like, hey, fix that. Fix that then. Because <laughs> that's you know, a big bit of your life. And you know what? Like, I know people go, oh my God, it's just the gym, like we said before. But I, I personally, I've seen so many people start at the gym start to change like their mindset, start to like address all the radius in their lives, get a new job, get a yeah. promotion, start their financial. <laughs> that, and I'm not yeah. saying... Remember that girl who done not... the 28 days of change? Yeah. She jibbed a fella, got a new job and bought a house. That's <laughs> what I mean. 28 days and I was like, wow. Fuck me after what? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So I'm just going to lose a little bit days. of weight. Like, fuck. <laughs> but, but it's true though, isn't it? Like yeah. people start, like, like it's not just the gym. It's not just, oh, it's the gym, the superficialness of it all. It's 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 everything else that can come with it. And like, I, I've, I've, I've had a client who's done that, wait with me for like six months or whatever. Like, Split up with a fella, got a new job, decided to move out into London. Like, I was like, sound girl, very emotional time, <laughs> but also like quite yeah. a happy, a happy, a weird, emotional, happy time. Because yeah. she was like, felt like she was stepping into her own. Yeah. And I was like, this is what happens when you start giving a fuck. Courage. Like, yeah. The first so I, foundation of more than muscle. <laughs> courage. I can't wait to see this, you know. The gym gives people courage. It, you it, can it face death on the hack squat, like you can do anything. And you know what? It's like what they say in yoga. It, it, it is like what they say in yoga. You know, like they say, if you can face discomfort on the mat, you can take that discomfort yeah. and utilize it in other areas of your life. And I don't just say it because I'm a yoga teacher, but I, I, I do really do. I really do believe it. Yeah. Like the the mental capacity it takes to to sit in that kind of discomfort that some of the poses bring and things like that. Like you do take away with you and use in mm. other areas of your life. Mm. Like you know, it's, it's the same with the gym and it. Like yeah. the discomfort and the pain of things. Like if you can voluntarily if you can, keeping yourself yeah. in that pain, yeah. you can handle so much more in life. One hundred percent. That's a really lovely place to finish. That yeah. was good at that. We wrap it up. Well done. Nice one. Um, if you are still here, make sure you leave us a review. Five stars, not unless. Tag us <laughs> on your Instagram and on your Otherwise, social media and all do that it. kind of stuff. <laughs> tag us on social media and all that kind of stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tag, tag us on, on your stories. Share it with any friends that you think might find value in it. And Lucy, where can everyone find you? Everybody can find me at lucyrabin.coaching on Instagram. Give me a little follow. The softest voice ever. I know. And then after being like, fuck! <laughs> it's the quietest you've been the whole episode. I've never heard you speak that quietly before. That's me, yoga that voice. the whole time I've known you. That is me, yoga voice. It's like, ah, oh, the meditation. <laughs> LucyBrabin.coaching. Thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure. It was lovely to be here.